0: Algar Productions. Productions.
1: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Episode 45, Double Talk and You Scratch My Back.
0: Hi, chums. We're here with some more business. Some more
2: great Batman business.
0: Yeah, and we were wrong about this first one. We were convinced this was a Two Face episode. Yeah. But, uh, uh joke's in, on us, in, I guess.
2: in our defense, it has double in it, so.
0: I thought we were getting into the era of here's some very unlikely team ups. So, like, maybe it would be the ventriloquist and Two Face. Mm hmm. But no, Two Face, well, not nowhere to be seen, apparently. But uh not not really in this yeah, one. He was very
2: much. somewhere briefly to be seen.
0: I I missed that. it was like a like a where's Waldo. It was thing very blinking
2: to... you miss it, but like mm-hmm. it was a good episode, so I had trouble finding a bad thing.
0: Also, he couldn't blink because, you know, his uh, eyelid got uh, singed off with acid. So
2: <laughs> My eyelid He'd, fell off.
0: He didn't miss it, you see. no
2: nobody move, I dropped an eyelid.
0: Ugh. Well, on that happy note, why don't you tell us about Double Talk?
2: <laughs> All right, I will. Let's scroll back up. All right. All right. Good news, everyone. Arnold Wesker is being released from Arkham Asylum.
1: Hmm?
2: Oh, um, he's the ventriloquist from former criminal duo and indie band sensation Mr. Scarface and the ventriloquist. <laughs> he's been pronounced 100% definitely sane after a six-month stay in a mental health facility, which is exactly the amount of time that it takes you to convince you that you are not a puppet who works for the Mafia. Wesker's looking forward to starting his new life at his new job at Wayne Enterprises, helpfully provided by Bruce Wayne, who is always happy to rehabilitate former criminals. Unfortunately, the ventriloquist isn't quite over his relationship with Scarface. He's seeing him everywhere, and not just places you'd usually find a ventriloquist dummy, like in the park or on the bus. Also, Scarface's old goons have been hanging around, wondering when Scarface is likely to come back so that they can get back to being the top gang in Gotham. Batman's trying to keep an eye on Wesker, who genuinely wants to stay on the straight and narrow, but when Scarface apparently starts sending him threatening phone calls, difficult for a puppet without moving fingers, Wesker finally breaks and reunites with the old crew. After stealing some bearer bonds, the gang attempts to escape when Scarface reveals that he knew the gang was tricking him and that anyone can do a shitty gangster impression. Then Batman and Batgirl arrive to convince Wesker that he's stronger than Scarface, and Wesker shoots the dummy and then throws it into a wood chipper, which is pretty satisfying. Later, Wesker drinks lemonade on his couch like a sane person.
0: Yeah, but while he's drinking the lemonade, the puppet is talking.
2: <laughs> it's the most impressive uh, trick mm-hmm. in the ventriloquist's arsenal.
0: Actually, I just fell for the same thing that you've been falling for. It's not a puppet. It's a dummy. They're, they're different. Oh, excuse me. Puppets, you can move like lots of different stuff around, whereas uh, dummies, you can basically just operate the mouth. Ah. So So, yeah, I love how much this guy... Like looms large in this series. Yeah,
2: it's been like I forgot how much he's in this, and mm-hmm. it's really they cool. really fell in love with him. Yeah, I kind of get it because we've yeah. talked about this before. Like, it's a good way to do mob stuff and still have that gimmick, you know?
0: Yep, and, and it's a they good keep finding gimmick. new angles. Yeah, they, they, it's not always generic mob stuff. It's not like you know, uh, running guns or you know, uh, cement overshoes or you know all that shit. Crack. It's, uh, you got to buy crack. S- you wanna-
2: no, we, we have definitely seen people sell crack on this show.
0: That's true. If if Fox Kids let them sell crack, then Kids WB will let them, I don't know, smoke crack?
2: Uh, you guys uh, were selling kids some of this black tar heroin.
0: Mm-hmm. Could <laughs> I be.
2: I don't know about this, Mr. Scarface.
0: Shut up. Mm-hmm. I'll shoot you with my tiny Tommy gun.
2: <sighs> Boy, I love black tar heroin.
0: Do you even know what that is, or you just heard it? It's once?
2: really good heroin, right?
0: I don't know. Or Tar, possibly probably really not
2: bad heroin.
0: I mean, all heroin's really bad heroin. That's the point of it. I think so. You know what they say: liquor before beer, Never try heroin. <laughs> That's a BoJack line. That's not mine.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's weird because you'd think like this character has one thing. Mm-hmm. And that's it, but they they managed to keep making it work and it's still pretty interesting. Even though mm-hmm. this is my bad thing, but as you said, it's it's a struggle. Yeah. It didn't really bother me a lot. I just think we should talk about it. Mm-hmm. We did this basic story like goons enable villain mm-hmm. with personality disorder to backslide so they can continue to do crimes with Two-Face not long ago. Like this one unfolded very differently with particularly with Arnold choosing to get better, mm-hmm. but it's still basically the same plot.
2: Well, I think the idea like the idea of having like the one character who doesn't want to get better versus the other character who does like, you know?
0: Yeah. That's, that's what makes it different and interesting. I think.
2: And I also think having like two face was basically sabotaging himself. Like one side of his personality was sabotaging the Harvey side. This is like, like his goons. Yeah. Ventriloquist would have been fine if his goons weren't so desperate to get it, to get back into the best mob in Gotham. (laughs)
0: Well, and I love, I've i have pointed this out every time he appears, mm-hmm. but I love how much his gang completely buys into just the psychosis of it.
2: Oh yeah, this is my good, th- like, I love the conceit that he is such a good mob boss that like, the goons are basically just going, well, I mean, you know, everybody's got their thing.
0: I mean, yeah, he's he's this guy's other personality, but that means this guy gives us access to him. But he's not a not the same person. I get it. Yeah. I can I can handle that. Yeah. He lives in this guy's head. I mm-hmm. can understand yeah, that, that The, perfect the dummy the dummy's incidental. It's just he lives inside this guy's mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm.
2: Listen, I worked for the joke for ten minutes last year, and this is still the sweet this is the best gig I've ever had.
0: I mean, it seems like, you know, he's a little verbally abusive, but it seems like he mostly takes care of his guys. Yeah,
2: but not to not to them, just to uh just to uh, Wesker. Like
0: no, he definitely says, like, he definitely talks shit to his guys. Oh, yeah, but, All right. but I don't think he he's, like, like he's got his little gun. I don't think he shoots his guys.
2: Not often, anyway. Yeah. These are definitely, just... like, these, these guys were definitely around for the last Scarface episode, or a last Scarface episode. So, mm-hmm. like, they're definitely the guys who have been around before.
0: Well, one of them for sure, because uh, I'm just going to jump to my, hey, it's mm-hmm. that guy because the goons uh one of them is played by Earl Bowen who uh, you and I know best as Lechuck from mm-hmm. all the uh, Monkey Island games. Yep. Uh and the other one I don't know if he's ever popped up before is Townsend Coleman the original voice of the Tick. Ah. Which both both very good sort of booming baritones and you know very good to play tough guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and I did not recognize either of them I mean once I read that I was like sure. oh yeah of course but but I just po- I just noticed like oh great goon voices which is always good yep good, um good goons. also also there's a, a couple of little people in this mm-hmm. and at least one of them is voiced by a real little person which is a nice they don't have to do that no but it's nice when they do uh I, billy barty who's like one of the best known little people like actors
2: billy barty like, has uh, been in everything yeah like i recognize that voice right away i think from uh uhf yeah probably But like he's been in a ton of stuff since like the thirties or something like he's been working forever.
0: Yeah. It's like him and Kenny Baker and a handful of other guys and all the, all the time bandits. Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. Every single time bandit.
0: I mean, yeah, that was their thing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like that. And I like, they give us a bit of a fake out because I even saw this in your notes. Oh yeah. Uh, the uh the lady at the the sort of halfway house that uh, Wesker's mm. living in is a little person and I'm like oh it's going to be her and you yeah. said the same thing and it turns out no just happens to be so yeah just that was two cool. little
2: people in an episode for and one for like no reason other than I, to, like I mean
0: I a bit of a red herring I'm I sure. suppose that's true yeah and it would be nice to see these character you know her pop up like just independently yeah. but but still it was nice yeah and so, yeah, something you, you didn't really talk about. And, you know, look, I, I skip stuff in my summaries mm-hmm. all the time. This isn't a criticism. But, like, something you didn't mention is that uh, they got a little person to basically wear a Mr. Scarface costume mm-hmm. to make it look like he's running around and, and like, calling the ventriloquist and trying to get him to come back and all this. It's,
2: then, it's, it's a pretty good plan from these guys, yeah. honestly. Yeah? Like, they put a lot of work in it.
0: Because if he's working to convince himself that this guy just mm. lives in his head and he's not real and then suddenly he sees an actual life-sized ventriloquist yeah. in front of him, that's going to fucking drive him over the end. Yep. Edge. End. Whatever.
2: And also, its I was thinking about this during the episode. It's like, well, but he can't really replicate Scarface's voice. And then I'm like, dude, anyone could do a gangster impression. Come on.
0: No, and there's even a sequence <laughs> where Batman and Batgirl are at the computer analyzing the voice yep. and it turns out they can't they're mm-hmm. like that's not his voice it's close but that's not it and like no oh, good job guys
2: yeah i like uh when um scarface betrays them it's just, it's just like what you you think i don't recognize my own not voice come on
1: i'm mm-hmm.
2: oh, sorry boss we just was trying to get you to come back oh that's beautiful
0: how many times have they destroyed that dummy a lot Like at the end of each appearance, basically. Yeah, he
2: basically gets destroyed at the end of every single episode. Yep. And then poor uh, Wesker just like, uh, fucking carve him back up again, I guess.
0: And the, uh, well, I I feel like uh, uh, Mr. Scarface is just talking to him the whole time. Mm -hmm. Hey, do my arms better than that.
2: You should make me more buff looking. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Give Uh, Give me an
2: eight pack. No one's gonna see it under the sh- the jacket, Mister Scarface. You shut up.
0: You're only eighteen inches tall.
2: I want you to carve me a giant dong.
0: <laughs> it's gonna make it difficult to make you sit down. That's okay. Don't you don't you worry about that. Also uh just you know why don't you just go uh be by yourself for like half an hour once you've done that okay <laughs> and don't don't ask why it's better you not know it's none of your business um there's there's some really great visual stuff at the beginning mm-hmm. like some really good trippy oh that was so good stuff uh at the uh, uh like as he's sort of integrating into mm-hmm. real life and trying to get his shit together but he's still sort of on the on the brink of of losing his mind yeah. again and There's some very good stuff there.
2: It, Like, the guy's doing his best and everything, but, like, I really think Mm -hmm. he could have benefited from maybe a few more Mm -hmm. months of therapy.
0: I don't know. That's the thing is, like, how elastic a timeline do you want on this show if you say he was in arkham for five years recovering like i mean it's that's hard to believe we did that uh, time jump yeah but that's a little hard to believe too Mm. because i i don't know a lot of shit happens in this town and it it doesn't
2: matter i could also just see arkham is not a very good mental
0: institution and i don't know he did it mm -hmm. the thing is he recovered with their help yeah. and he resisted outside efforts to make his to undo mm-hmm. his recovery and he still recovered yep. so i would say finally after 50 <laughs> points in the negative column they got a win guys we did it one
2: <laughs> one in a row we're on a streak you know what i think you might have been onto something with hiring a therapist instead of hiring nobody to work <laughs> to work here
0: <laughs> well every now and then the joker walks in with a clipboard and we just say oh fine do All it right. whatever we don't care
2: <laughs> it's nice because this is the first therapist we've had that didn't turn out to be a supervillain at the end.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, after Quinzel, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Listen, give it time.
0: <laughs> but I, uh, I, I don't know. I've, I've said this a couple of times when they've done the fake out uh, mm-hmm. uh, rehabilitation. I would love to see one of these guys actually mm-hmm. like leave a life of crime, and I don't know if he comes back because there's not a ton of these episodes. There's, I mean, you know, there's, I think twenty or so. But, yeah. Uh, it's possible we're done with him now.
2: I would very much like to see, you know, we get to Batman beyond and he's just retired and like, yeah, he never came back. I f- it's fi- nice. I'm,
0: I think I might be remembering wrong, but I think in all his like uh museum shit down in the Batcave, he's got the uh the dummy.
2: Oh, I could see that. Yeah.
0: Cuz I think at some point someone picks it up and uses a little gun, but I I could be remembering an episode of this. I don't I don't know.
2: Oh, look at that. No, it's the last one with him.
0: Ah, good. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the character and I wouldn't mind seeing <clears throat> him come back, but I like the idea that he's been rehabilitated yeah. and it took. That's good.
2: Yeah, that's nice. Good for him.
0: Yeah. Um. So in addition to all that great visual stuff, mm-hmm. there's also a great, Uh, it's not a third act set piece in this case, it's kind of in the second act, but like this, uh, they go to a stone works, which is where all the cool gothy and yep. art deco statues in Gotham that we see everywhere get made. Like mm-hmm. it's a, they're they're continuing the tradition of let's go someplace visually interesting to have our fight, which I thought we might lose when we went to the more streamlined like uh, uh, visuals. Yeah, but, I was worried uh, they're still doing it.
2: Move away from those big action pieces and sort of more.
0: Yeah. Just... No. And and then in the third act we had a big like uh, on a scary bridge mm-hmm. over the city, which was good. Yeah. So good you know, stuff. Good job. Yeah, but I, I particularly like the visual of the like. There's an ongoing thing that you and I have been talked about for years. We just talked about it before we started recording, mm. that I'm one of the few people that don't think puppets and dummies and all that stuff are are creepy. I don't I don't really <clears> get that. Yeah. But I do think going to where there are a bunch of statues, particularly missing key parts, mm-hmm. sort of feeds into that same thing that people have
2: oh the sort of uncanny valley like almost a person but not a person thing
0: right like it's not exactly creepy but it's it's that same kind of like oh we're surrounded by people that aren't actually people yeah like i i feel like that was an an intentional choice and i kind of like that
2: what's your face my dude
0: Mm Hmm. well it hasn't been chiseled yet
2: well that's no excuse (laughs) (laughs) um so what was your bad thing uh this is a little one but like i said you know It's not like, look, I have no problem with them using old stills as establishing shots. I'm sure that's a really good. uh,
0: No, cartoons are like you got to you can't draw all new backgrounds every single time.
2: God knows. I don't care if you want to use the same shot of an abandoned warehouse or something. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
2: My problem this week is that if you're going to use a old uh, establishing shot of a dock, uh, maybe you should erase Two-Face from it before you put it in the (laughs) episode.
0: I missed that.
2: It's it's not it it, go, it goes by real quick, but mm-hmm. there's a shot of a, a dock with some people standing on it and you can definitely see someone standing there in two faces black and white suit. Just Yeah, like.
0: I mean that suit is visible like if he's a tiny speck in a crowd you can still see like,
2: it. Like that's the, like I don't care if you do something that looks like it's got people in the background, but like that's mm-hmm. a real distinct character model.
0: Yeah. You should or know you the...
2: made him that way. <laughs>
0: At the very least, maybe fill in the white half so it looks like just a guy in a yeah, black suit. Yeah, easy. Yep.
2: Just like, wait, is but. that Two-Face?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm here to well. fuck up Scarface. <laughs> ah,
0: Clayface is also here. <laughs> We're the Face League. <laughs> um, I, there, there was, I don't know if this was an intentional uh, cameo mm. or just also recycling, but there's also a very quick cameo by... Uh, Clark Kent and Lois Lane who were hanging out in the park where, um, uh, uh, Arnold has his psychotic break. Yeah. That was great. Just, just having a picnic. And I, I choose to think, I don't know, they're in Gotham mm-hmm. for like, they're chasing a story or maybe there's a convention or maybe they're just like taking some time off, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like, like we're about to blow this world wide up where like everything is connected mm-hmm. and we're not quite there yet, but, uh, Superman will appear a couple of times before we're done with this. Yeah. So, uh, I like knowing that Metropolis exists mm-hmm. and, you know, that there's a Justice League and all that stuff. I
2: am always pleased to see animated series Lois Lane who fucking rules.
0: Oh, yeah. No. I. Uh, spoilers for us doing that show. She is my good thing for the entire series. Mm-hmm. She oh, is she's the so best. she's so good. Dana Delaney is an outstanding voice actor. The character model's great. Everything about, like, I've, Lois has always been my favorite part of Superman mm-hmm. when she's done right.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and like, like so many things, this is the best version of her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amanda and I went back, and we'll talk about this more when we get sure. to Superman, but uh, Amanda and I went back and watched the old 30s movies that Lois was originally based on, mm. which were pretty fun.
2: Oh, that's like, uh, what, like?
0: Uh... Torchy Blaine, they're called. Oh, okay. It was one of those, they're like B-movies, so each one of them was only like an hour long, sure. but they made like eight or nine of them.
2: Oh, you can do that back then. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because what they would do is they'd do, like, a double feature, and you'd watch, like, a, a, the big good movie, and then you'd watch the the little, often shitty, sometimes good, but just cheap. <laughs> well, you know. Just sure. Like, sometimes they'd be good, but you'd have less of a guarantee they were good because they spent no money on them.
2: It's fine. Don't but, worry uh, about
0: it. Yeah. But they were, you know, they were formulaic, and they yeah. were a little, little sexist because it's the 30s, but they were still pretty good. Yeah. And reporter's one of those jobs that women could have back then, where they were taken almost as seriously mm-hmm. as men. So, like, it's a good thing to make your 30s woman a a reporter, cause sure. she doesn't have to be subservient to anyone, yeah. you know. But anyway, we'll she talk about a real pistol. Yeah, I mean, His Girl Friday is one of my all time favorite movies. i still got to watch all right. that. Ah, it's so good. All right, uh, what else? What else? Uh, oh, movie. I wanted to talk about this as a kids love Batman thing, so. Most of this episode is just about a weaselly little man fighting with the voices in his head. Like is any of that at all of interest to children?
2: See, with something like that it would interest me just cuz like he's a he's a villain, you know. He's he's scarface yeah, but he's, like that's he's, a, that's not, a concept that's cool to me.
0: Until you get to the dummy. Mm-hmm. It's just that guy sweating and like working in the mailroom at Wayne Enterprises mm-hmm. and dropping the envelopes and like well, and like it's very relatable to you and I as, as grown-ups mm-hmm. with varying degrees of anxiety, but, like, to a kid, is that
2: interesting? There was also the the whole him thinking he's cracking up and not knowing one way or the other. Yeah. That's a mm-hmm. trope I've seen in a couple of different animated shows when I was a kid, and it always uh, creeped me out. Yeah, all right. That, like, someone gaslighting you into thinking you're going insane, which is not what I knew right. it was called at the time. No, but But I'd definitely yeah. seen it in some cartoons, and I hated it. <laughs>
0: Hmm. Oh, we were talking about little people a minute ago. There was a, there was kind of some shitty wordplay.
2: Oh God, yeah, that was bad. I didn't it, pick up on that.
0: Uh, it felt like a Rorschach line. Yep. Where uh, Batgirl is like, well, who could who could have been dressed up as as Mister Scarface, and and Bruce just goes, it's a short list. Ugh.
2: Damn really, it, Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. Hey, here's an idea. Shut up.
0: I mean, he barely says anything now. That's uh-huh. that's why I like this Batman the most. But that was that was a shitty thing. To
2: say. Like, I haven't said anything uh-huh. in like thirty minutes. But uh, look, I've been thinking about that one. For what about a, while, a shitty okay? joke?
0: Yeah, I wish you wouldn't. Yeah,
2: please don't.
0: Uh, my other kids love Batman. Thing was, uh, kids definitely don't know what mons mm-hmm. are because I don't and you don't. Nope. We know they were the MacGuffin in Die Hard, uh-huh. but so
2: it's like. I used to read. like, I used to have one of my Batman books had all these pictures of like old World War II era Batman comics, and they mm-hmm. all had the like buy the like buy war bonds and stamps. Things well, war on bonds the aren't
0: aren't exactly the same. Like something about bearer bonds makes them unique. They're untraceable, ah. and I know what a bond is, but I think there's something unique about those that I'm not quite familiar with. It's just it's one of
2: those things that comes up just enough that it irritates me that I don't know what it is, but not enough to actually look it up. And also, well, I it's feel bec- like if I looked it up, I still wouldn't know what it is.
0: No, and also, I can I can tell there's a certain kind of listener who who wants to be helpful, and we appreciate that. That's that's dying to write in and tell us. Please don't. Yeah, I don't think we actually want to know. I think it's more fun that we just pretend. Like I think they're bonds with a little picture of a bear on mm-hmm. them. And don't you
2: that's want don't choose. don't you want a little mystery in your life? We know so much about things.
0: Also, if there's one thing we've learned in the last little while, and we already knew this, mm. but if we saw a recent illustration, it's that aspects of our economy are just absolutely absurd. Yes. And, and the more you shine a light on them, the less they make sense. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, it was so. more dumb shit to make sure that uh, white dudes got got more money. What a surprise. What?
0: Yeah. Who knew? Mm. Gasp. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, I wanted to point out, uh, Here's I guess this would fall under a Kids Love Batman thing. Mm. Um So, I think you had mentioned that uh, uh, Wesker saw uh, someone with a ventriloquist dummy in the park. Mm -hmm. Um, The ventriloquist dummy tells a VD joke. Oh,
2: God. That's right.
0: Which I thought was funny. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, uh, well, I I don't remember what it was, but the punchline was like, but she had termites. Yeah, she had termites. And it was was told the way you would tell a joke Mm -hmm. about, like, you know, she had crabs. And it's like, wow, they... That joke
2: slid off my brain like, oh, there was no way I just heard a VD joke on a Batman cartoon. Moving on.
0: No, I did, and it made me laugh. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, Lucius appears in this episode, and they changed his voice, which is a little disappointing. Oh, that
2: is, yeah. Not
0: because because I don't like the new voice. He's fine. It's just I really like uh, Brock Peters a great deal, who was uh, Ben Sisko's dad on Mm -hmm. DS9 and a million, million other things. Uh, Original radio voice of Darth Vader. Yeah. In the uh in the Star Wars radio plays they did back in I'm the I'm Radio
2: Darth Vader.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Benny. All right.
0: <clears throat> Anything else? Uh
2: we were both kind of on the same page notes wise. I notice uh Oh
0: yeah, stately Arkham Asylum is uh-huh. something we both put.
2: Both a shout out to the luggage. Uh-huh. Uh, when a suitcase attacks him.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. The luggage from Discworld, which mm-hmm. is just a, a trunk that moves around on its own power, which is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm uh huh.
2: Let's see. I like, oh, the
0: weird thing going in mm-hmm. was, um, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, you're fine. Um, uh, Amanda and I were like, hmm, so there's another one about the ventriloquist. Does he even have a name? And then, like, immediately they said Arnold Wesker. Like, oh, well, shit, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, episode.
2: This might be the first time it's come up because- I think it is. This is one of those things where, like, like, they don't say it. I just happen to know it already, so, like-
0: I didn't, and I thought, it doesn't matter, and yeah, if doesn't. they never brought it up, that would be fine. But her theory was that his name was actually Dummy. Mm-hmm.
2: I can see that. <laughs>
1: Which could be.
0: Uh, I, sorry, you were going to say? I, I,
2: I feel like you're having some real trouble uh, adjusting to the therapy, Dummy. Well, <laughs> my first thought hmm. is that you could maybe stop calling me that. Mm, no, we, no, I don't
0: think so. We thought it was your name. Well, that's because Mr. Scarface checked me in.
2: <laughs> Look, you wrote that's it down quite clearly. not my name. Clearly. It's not a name. He's
0: got, he's got remarkably good penmanship for uh,
2: <laughs> considering you glued someone who a doesn't pen have articulate
0: hands. Hand. Yeah. <sighs> uh,
2: this uh. is the first and only, I guess. Uh, re- uh, Scarface and Ventriloquist redesign. I quite like it.
0: Yeah, um, I like most of the
2: redesigns. Yeah. Well, we'll get to the another one in a mm-hmm. minute. But uh, mm-hmm. I like that he's just sort of a sad Elmer Fudd.
0: <laughs> yeah. All I could of, see that.
2: All of it, the, the little bit of hair he had left it fell out, and he used to have the, uh, the the thick glasses that you can't see the eyes through. Yep. And it's now it's just like sad little pinpricks, just like oh geez.
0: Mm-hmm. He look He reminded me of uh, Les Nessman mm-hmm. from uh, WKRP. I,
2: I just I, and I love anytime there's like a fight. He just sort mm-hmm. of curls up and like covers his hand, like his ears
0: with his hands. Well, and we don't get much into like, and we don't need to, Mm -hmm. I never, I don't need this episode, but it's, it's interesting to think about like why he came up with Mr. Scarf. Like I thought we were going to get into that this time. I thought the park stuff was flashbacks and Mm -hmm. it turned out it wasn't, but I thought like maybe he was picked on by bullies and he needed like a strong alter ego to get through, but that probably would be too similar to big bad Harv. That's true.
2: And all like, it's one of those things where it's like, you can, you could probably figure it out pretty easily. We don't need to
0: see that episode. But I'm I'm curious, like, if his rehabilitation means integrating those parts of, like, if he would become more brave mm-hmm. by sort of letting the Mr. Scarface parts back into his personality. Which is, I don't know if that's how the disorder actually works, but in fiction that's usually sure.
2: how it works. I can definitely see part of that being him finally, like, shooting the dummy himself. Like, we've never seen him right. actively attack right. it before, you know? Like, I think that's yeah. a big deal for him.
0: hmm But, you know, like, it, it feels like... I, and again i don't know that uh, the the real life psychology i just know in stories yeah. what this is is he needed someone strong so he created a new personality mm-hmm. and like uh, watching him get more confident and stronger and you could even do a story where he he becomes the mob boss by allowing mr you know allowing yeah. himself to become mr scarface kind of thing i
2: could definitely see see them doing that direction I kind of yeah. prefer this, where we just don't see him Oh, again. no, no, no.
0: I Yeah, no, I'm not. Every now and then, it's like, this would have been a better idea, mm-hmm. but uh, no, not in this case. I don't
2: think a happy ending for this poor schlub.
0: Yeah. No, what I want, what I've said all along when they do the fake-outs uh, with the villains is I'd love to see one of them yep. take. Yeah. And it looks like this one did, and I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Also, you know, Bruce is working extra hard to, like... Not only does Batman keep an eye on these guys, but also give them jobs at Wayne Enterprises. Uh, The halfway house is called Wayne Gardens, Mm -hmm. which I think is a bit much, Uh but, you know.
2: I like, uh, like, he's trying so hard, uh, like, just sort of like, hey, Arnold, how's it going? You feeling better? Mm-hmm. And like on the one hand, I appreciate that a lot. Like the boss, just like, hey, just checking in, making sure everything's fine. On mm-hmm. The other hand, uh, if the CEO of the company I worked for was just like, hey, buddy, how you doing? I, I also, I would heard freak you were crazy. Fuck out.
0: Yeah, I heard you were crazy. Are uh, you going to ruin my company? Mm-hmm. Oh God. Ugh. Yep.
2: It's like maybe just uh, maybe send someone to check on him, Bruce. That's all I'm yeah. saying.
0: Yeah, but dramatically, that's not oh, interesting. Yeah. All right, you got anything else?
2: I think that's everything.
0: All right, got a quote?
2: Uh, yes, there's uh, this. I was playing possum, laying
0: low till the heat was off. But then you two numbskulls start up. And when the muscle starts thinking it's the brains, then it's time to amputate. Yeah, that's actually what I would have chosen as well. It's a good line. Yes, it is. I, If I had had a visual quote,
2: uh, mm-hmm. there's a bit where, um... Uh, they're they're just about to get attacked by uh, Batman and Batgirl. Mm-hmm. And you hear someone says something and Batgirl yells something from off screen. And then Batman mm-hmm. flies in and jump kicks someone in the face. Mm-hmm. And I loved it.
0: There's a whole sequence where the goons, who didn't do anything illegal, mm-hmm. just pick a fight with Batman, which I don't remember ever seeing. No. Like, someone getting caught in the middle of a crime and having to fight Batman is different than someone pushing batman and saying come on you want to go like what are you doing man
2: are you new here
0: yeah but um but he i don't remember if it was this one or i think it's this one Mm -hmm. might be the other one where he does that thing you see in comics all the time where he just holds up his fist and they sort of run into it so good yeah yep i love that Mm -hmm. that's just one of those classic batman fight moves that it's great to see in animation yep so all right ready to move forward yeah All right, let's do You Scratch My Back. Our harrowing tale begins with Dick Grayson engaging in his favorite pastime. No, not video games. Remember, we skipped ahead a few years. Our young Robin has put away his toys to become a Nightwing. Whatever the fuck a Nightwing is. Anyway, now he spends his time brooding and glowering down by the docks. Can't imagine where he picked that particular habit up. Then Batman shows up, which is a weird coincidence, and I don't even know why I bring that up. Also, Barbara is here with her big smile and her hands-on-hips heroes pose and her, Geez, what's wrong with you two? We're crime fighters, right? Crime fighting's supposed to be fun! Come on, guys, let's go fight some crime! Dick doesn't want his dad's help. Or his... sisters? Girlfriends? Ex-girlfriends? I'm... Not entirely clear what his and Barbara's relationship is supposed to be. And if things weren't already complicated enough, now Catwoman is here to provide some possible assistance and confusing boners. I can't believe you're falling for Selina's old tricks, says Bruce. Yeah, adds Barbara after a slightly too long pause. Don't be an idiot, you idiot. Because only an idiot would fall for that. But now he's apparently working with Catwoman to bring on this week's bad guy. Some kind of art thief with a hook for a hand. I can't be bothered to learn his name, because look, in this town you're going to have to try a lot harder than white kingpin suit and hook hand. The important point here is that Selina is now good, obviously, and she's partnering with Nightwing. Or, more likely, she's leading him around by his dick, Grayson. Except then it turns out Dick knew exactly what she was up to, and when her sudden but inevitable betrayal comes, over some kind of cat-themed gem, of course, Bruce and Barbara are there to assist, thanks to a plan they put into place before all of this even began, which... Guys, did Nightwing just prove that he could avoid a trap that both Batgirl and Batman could not in prior instances? Is Dick smart now? What is happening? This episode felt like a trick. I love it. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. This, I'm just going to roll into my good thing here. This is one of my all-time favorite episodes, which you can probably tell because I've been talking about it ever since Dick Grayson showed up in the first place. I love getting into the psychological complexities of these relationships. Like, the Catwoman thing sort of, mm-hmm. like, gets it moving, but what this is is an exploration of the dynamics of the Bat family now. Mm-hmm. And Bruce has all these protégés, and he's good at training them to do the crime-fighting things, but he also completely ruins their lives in the process. Like, we'll find out a lot more when we jump to the future. We but sure will. Right now, we see Dick as this, like, you know, well, I Shut love up, it. Shut up, Dad! He's this sullen Mm 20-something with a chip on his shoulder and stepdad issues. It's a natural progression that makes him interesting, while it also makes way for Tim. And we don't lose Barbara in the Mm -hmm. process. She clearly has some kind of relationship with Dick, like I said in my summary. I'm not sure what that is. uh, That puts her in the middle of this father-son pissing contest. Like Everything's just really well thought out. Like Everybody's role and how the conflict works and how everybody works together but has some problems Mm -hmm. with each other. And it's all such good three-dimensional drama for a children's show yeah.
2: well it's like it really feels like they were like okay we really fucked up with robin but mm-hmm. we can fix this by okay, making. okay rather
0: than trying to fix robin yeah. let's bring in a new robin we'll but new then robin, but
2: also mm-hmm. we'll take dick and mm-hmm. make him what's the logical conclusion to all of well, that,
0: that... Rather than rather than trying to fix him, let's lean into the problem yeah. stuff and just turn it up and make it on purpose. And it's interesting. I think it is. Mm-hmm. And, okay, let's talk about your bad thing because this sort of ties into this as well. Uh,
2: Dick's collection of Japanese memorabilia. Where the hell did that come from?
0: See, I like that as part of, like, it fits the whole douchebag image to me. He's a white dude who... Mm-hmm. who Goes around talking about dishonoring your his dojo. <laughs> yep. He has no place doing that. It is cultural appropriation. It's borderline racist. Mm-hmm. But he thinks because some white dude trained him how to kick people, that he can talk about this stuff like he's a proper samurai mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I just he's probably got a like a snake tattoo. Yeah. You know does. what I mean? Like the like the like the Chinese dragon mm-hmm. that's sort of snaky, like uh, you know, you know, snake man or dragon man, you know. <laughs> But you know what I mean, like uh-huh. all that stuff, and it all just fits this image, like and his mullet and uh, his his Akira motorcycle, like all of it is just so perfect. It's so well thought out. I hate him so uh-huh. much, but I love to hate him.
2: Oh lord,
0: I know. But do you do you agree with me? Like you're right that it's to call it out that mm-hmm. it is weird, but I it's mean... definitely like deliberate right there was
2: also a lot of that back then like i could definitely see oh yeah like oh and this will make him look cool he's really into swords now
0: (laughs) but it's not it's not cool it's he thinks it's cool Mm -hmm. but to the rest of us it is not i
2: could definitely see that but i could also definitely also see them thinking oh this is cool
0: yeah could be Mm -hmm. i think it just to me it adds to him being a you know a (laughs) douchebag it certainly does he's he's very condescending Mm -hmm. he's super into you know japanese things in the original japanese Uh in in that way that's not like appreciating another culture but just like i said just like appropriate
2: listen to all my records on vinyl Batman. of course of course you do do. (laughs) so do the rest of us we don't know what time period this is
0: i have a (laughs) phonograph for god's sake it's more clear cut, I think, since uh, the new Batman event,
2: Yeah, it's really sort of like, well, because they've got now that they've got a lineup with with Superman, it's like yeah, it's yeah. But now.
0: Superman, Superman, we will see mm-hmm. exists in sort of a future of the '40s. Like Metropolis sure. still looks old timey. It just looks bright old timey instead of dark old timey. But it still is very nebulous mm-hmm. in time. Like, you know, it, you'll see. But um, I'll see. I mean, you may have already seen it. I don't know. But, I mean, I've uh, seen some of it. Yeah, that's the Superman's like sort of the Deep Space Nine of this of this franchise, where it's like, it's well, it's not necessarily the best one, but it's it's, it's way better than everyone rules. thinks. Yeah, it's way better than everyone thinks, and nobody's seen it. Yeah, it it didn't get a an HD uh, release. Yeah. Which is terrible. It's like anyway,
2: guys. Yeah, Superman's great. Yeah, is and he though? Is, yes, mm. he is.
0: Yeah. Um, but I love, and my memory of this was Dick falling for it and thinking mm-hmm. Catwoman wanted to have sex with him. And it turns out I, I remember that wrong just because it's so funny to remember it. I, I could
2: not believe that the episode ended and he was just like, yeah, I knew all along. I was playing you.
0: I was like, no, I, what? I mean, we skipped some time. Mm-hmm. We skipped, I would guess five years, maybe less than that. Dick, but did you learn something? What? I mean, Yeah. He, not only, like, that wasn't, because it wasn't hard to buy. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole episode he was showing, while he's a tremendous douchebag that I wouldn't want to talk to for even a moment. Sure. He did prove himself to be very mm-hmm. capable. He's better in a fight. He's better at the detective shit. He's He's got much a much better handle on all this Batman shit than he ever did.
2: That's weird. I'm not used to it.
0: I like it. I like his, I mean, I like the Nightwing costume. Mm-hmm. I like... That it's got little gliders under his uh, armpits I, when he spreads his arms so he I can he can care sort of for fly
2: yeah uh, armpit glider but uh, that's, no. that's fine
0: <laughs> okay I did it's it sets him apart from Batman he can My he Spider-Man can sort of drift ar-
2: armpit webs
0: well okay but I, what I like is that uh, rather than sort of uh, breaking his fall and drifting with a cape mm-hmm. he's got something different. Because everyone else has a cape, so he's got something else. I like that.
2: I got rid of the cape because I didn't want anyone to grab me. You have a giant Mm -hmm. mop of hair, you (laughs) dumb idiot.
0: Yeah, but it's very greasy. Uh huh. You can't get a good hold. Yep.
2: Oil slick. Ah. Yep. Come here, you.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, ah. It's that. It's that Bucky hair. Ah. (laughs) I like. I like the whole. Like I said, like the 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 resenting Batman, Mm -hmm. all of that, and like. It, it will continue throughout the rest of the series, but, like, this is where, like, we really get to catch up with him and f- find out what he's up to. Yep. And there's a great runner where at the beginning uh, he tells uh, Barbara and Bruce, I don't need your help, I can handle this myself. So, like, some guys are getting away and they run right past Batman, mm-hmm. who's doing all but having a smoke break.
2: That was so good. I love that bit so much.
0: Yeah, he that... doesn't have a cigarette, but he's just leaning against the wall and, like, okay, go get him.
2: So like the goon turns the corner and basically runs smack dab into Batman, who just gives uh-huh. him the stink eye.
0: Yep. It's and the like, guy's Help. like,
2: hey, "Am I, I going to get my ass kicked?" Not by me. Mm. Ah, ah. Hey,
0: the boy said he's got this one, so uh, take it, boy.
2: And Nightwing runs fast. He went that away.
0: Uh huh. But then uh, they—it's they, a great payoff later where uh, the situation's reversed, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, you know, he's all yours. I just, I, I enjoyed that.
2: <laughs> Come on, buddy, you can do it.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it was good. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I like, he's got reasons to resent, like, putting aside how much he sucked sure. before. He's got reasons to resent Bruce. Oh, Bruce yeah. is not a good parent.
2: No. No, he's not.
0: Like, yes, he le- he helped him work through his shit with his parents, mm-hmm. and yes, he's rich, so he got to live comfortably, but... You know Bruce he
2: focuses not so much
1: with the love
2: N- no, Bruce focuses on certain aspects and yeah is not as mm-hmm. interested in other aspects.
0: well, that's what Alfred's for y-
2: yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. you go love him,,
0: <laughs> sir. You pay me to do a lot, but love people,
2: so you're saying you want to raise to love him. <sighs> I'm not going to say no. <laughs>
0: <sighs> uh, my bad thing is mm-hmm. is very thin. Yeah. Um, when when Dick uh is camped out at the docks staking out some gun runners, he turns to Bruce and Barbara and says, The only cucumbers in those crates are thirty caliber. Is that supposed to be wordplay? <laughs> I spent all night thinking that up. I mean the the crates probably said cucumbers on them, but mm-hmm. still, there's no such thing as a thirty caliber cucumber. That's nothing.
2: I don't have Alfred around anymore to run my lines with. Yes, because he's got, they were so good.
0: He's got that droll English sense of humor. Like, he he won't laugh unless it's really funny, because, yep. you know, those guys don't laugh at anything. Those cu- um, the only
2: cucumbers in those crates are thirty caliber. <laughs> That's very good, master dick.
0: Oh, delight. <laughs> uh, uh, you see the mental image of someone firing a cucumber as though it were a pistol.
2: Oh, you know we do have fun down here in the Bat Cave.
1: No, uh, we
0: don't. Who
2: said who said we could have fun down here? So mm-hmm. you have a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's evidence.
0: That's a trophy. Like a hunting trophy. I, hunt-
2: I hunted that T Rex.
0: Mm-hmm. This isn't a ball pit. It's a surgery table. <laughs> Uh, so your good thing doesn't seem like a good thing to me, but let's talk I about really it. I really
2: more wanted to sort of talk this out because I'm not sure where I stand. There's some stuff I like about this and there's some I don't. I'm not really sure how I feel about the Catwoman design here. Okay. Um, I kind of like the just the all black look. I think mo- what it mostly is is the white face really bugs me.
0: Well, they're clearly going for the Michelle Pfeiffer look. Yeah, but it's, which... it's
2: like she's wearing like uh, like Joker makeup or something.
0: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like Tim Burton uh, makes all of his characters like extra pale. Mm-hmm. Like he he will you know put that pancake makeup on Johnny Depp or whoever. Yeah. And I but I mean he this goes at least as far back as Batman Returns because uh, Michelle Pfeiffer definitely was paler as Catwoman mm-hmm. than she was as Selina, and that's just a. That's just a Tim Burton choice for whatever reason.
2: It like it really pops in the dark, and I think they sort of paid more attention to how she moves now. And I yeah, like I know that. you
0: you had pointed some of that out. Like she definitely has more sort of like cat like moves, mm-hmm. which is good. There's a point where she literally just like knocks a glass over. Yeah,
2: for, fuck you, crash. Yep,
0: it's very cat like. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 black and white, I like it, but I don't like when we're completely in the dark and all you see is this floating face. yeah, Like, there should be an outline or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, Amanda be- said you like that. I didn't.
2: But... And between her and Night- the, the Nightwing costume, which is also just black. Yeah, but it's got blue little... highlights yeah, at least. but, like, then if he's standing in the dark, it's just a bird and a head. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, and Batman's a bird got... bird head is
2: worth the push. <laughs>
0: But Batman's, you know, in the darker costume now too. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like, there's, there, it's just black and gray now. Yeah, so. that's true. And I'm, I don't know. I like, I like the look. Oh my god! I pointed this out on social media earlier this week. The fucking DC Wiki, mm-hmm. which yep, I will. I they pointed out some good stuff this time, and they're useful enough for me to keep looking stuff up. But they also pointed out that Selena's hair is a different color, and mm-hmm. that's never explained
2: yeah no you definitely it's 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 impossible to change your hairstyle, so
0: yeah, and certainly, like any kind of person ever mm-hmm. just keeps the same hair color their whole life absolutely
2: I like, mean particularly he's...
0: a very stylish woman living mm-hmm. in maybe the
2: nineties yeah knows? but yeah, yeah, you know now, let me ask you this is there's no there's no reason for her hair color to change better or worse than a mustache is foreshadowing for a beard.
0: Well, that was uh Memory Alpha of the Star Trek wikis mm-hmm. finest hour, I would say.
2: Absol- well, free st- the first appearance of a freestanding ladder is still my favorite, but uh.
0: I think yeah, I think you were more like I liked that, but I I think a mustache foreshadowing a beard. There's there's a lot of stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Particularly since we're talking about the animated version of a character versus the the live action version of a character. Mm-hmm. And that, that animated show took lots of liberties. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, I like the look of her. What I was getting at is I like the look of her out of costume, yes. too. Like, she's got short, dark hair now instead of long, blonde hair. Mm-hmm.
2: That's what Selena like sort of looks like for me, you know? Like, that's her look since the 80s, basically.
0: And it feels like they're making the costume more uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. So they're making the alter ego less Michelle Pfeiffer, which yeah, I kind of like. that. Because typically she looked more like classic Catwoman from you know like the '40s on, mm-hmm. and they decided to go with the more Tim Burtony look. And then you know I like that. Yeah. But like I don't, maybe they could have thrown in the goggles or like I would one... want the
2: go- I don't think that design had quite shown up at this point yet.
0: Hmm. But I... like one thing or like a belt. Yeah. Like, uh Like I know at least one one of the I, I want to say Eartha Kit, One of mm-hmm. the Batman '66 Catwomen had like a belt. maybe they all did. I don't remember. But like something to just to to so it's not just a solid wall of black. I
2: always like the whip as a belt. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She does have a straight up whip now instead mm-hmm. of a cat of nine tails, which yep. is fine. I don't care. Whatever. Boy, on Kitten the WB the whip. you
2: can have just a regular old whip. Did <clears throat> I come out with whip? <laughs> <laughs> I have um, a small, large mountain cat woman.
0: She does. She's got so many cats uh um what else oh i guess we should talk about the bad guy like i said in my summary i found him completely forgettable because come on hook hand yeah not a lot
2: going on there he definitely feels like he got to gotham was like yes i know how this place runs i will rush to the top of the uh the Mm. the rogues Uh, gallery food chain what you
0: need is an affectation mm -hmm. so i've got this piratey hook i'm not missing a hand i just got this hook. I bought this from
2: the uh, Spirit Halloween store. Uh (laughs)
0: Uh-huh. Halloween in January?
2: (laughs) This I got to see.
0: But it turns out he's, uh, I I think, from South America. And uh, Mm -hmm. the deal is he's, like, looting his people's uh, – it said the line was looting his country's heritage for his own profit. And my my note for that was only white people can do that to brown people. Yeah, exactly. Come on. You can't steal your own heritage. Mm-hmm. That's, that's for the colonizers to do, yeah.
2: man. Get your but, head in the yeah. game, nameless yeah. hook guy.
0: No, he definitely had a name. I just didn't care to write it yeah, down.
2: no. Who cares?
0: D- well,
2: yeah. Him and his friends, maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I-, I just assumed you'd be like, oh, my God, no. He's been in 50 comics, and he's my favorite guy, because at one point he puts on a robot ant suit mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. No, I don't just
2: know. a guy with a hook. You know. do know exactly what my jam is, though. So,
0: actually, that sounds like more like a Marvel guy. Like yeah. Batman guys are usually just criminals, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're supervillains, but usually they're just guys.
2: I would love if he put on a robot ant suit. Mm-hmm. Be a great end to this episode. <laughs> sure. I. Uh, they drop a crate on him, and I legit thought he died.
0: Yeah, it was. It turns out like there was a there were a couple of crates with nothing in them that yep. were apparently made of balsa wood,
2: marked marked fragile. I was like, they sure are.
0: Well, yeah, the crates themselves are, mm-hmm. because they're made out of balsa wood, I guess. <laughs> they're made out of toothpicks.
2: Uh, <laughs> but, like, they drop a giant crate on this guy like it's the end of mm-hmm. Twins. And I'm like, well, yeah. that guy's fucking dead.
0: Oh, well, I guess I don't need to watch Twins now. Yeah,
2: sorry. <laughs> Listen, if you haven't watched Twins at this point, probably the finest movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Dane DeVito. Like, I don't know what to tell you.
0: I, I The thing is, I probably did. I just remember nothing about it twins in a sequel thrins (laughs) (sighs) um that wasn't even an ugh at your joke that wasn't it probably exists
2: i believe they were gonna Um, make it for a while with eddie murphy as the third twin
0: (sighs) that's pretty funny actually (laughs) also eddie murphy's got a whole renaissance happening now
2: yeah i guess that's true fucking coming to america 2 came out
0: uh it's not out yet oh i'm excited to see that just because i don't know he and arsenio haven't aged a day since the last
2: I guess, one. right
0: no that uh the dolomite movie he did was fantastic i think you would really enjoy that actually yeah, I gotta check that out it's it's quite good it's basically is that,
2: uh, call me dolomite
0: uh dolomite is my name
2: that's it okay
0: it's about a well-meaning but not super talented dude who gets his friends together to make creative stuff so for some reason that really spoke to me who mm, knows why funny that yeah uh, and that's it. Like, mm. there's no, there's not a huge conflict except, are we gonna finish this movie? But he's never mean to his friends, and it's just like, it's it's very sweet. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay. What else? I like um, the
2: appearance of the bandana and facial hair mafia at the beginning of this. Uh. <laughs> I am a sucker for a warrior style gang where everybody wears kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, these gun runners are, like, running guns, and they all sort of have the same jacket, same bandana, and some kind of facial hair. And I love that so, kind of thing.
0: So maybe it's like a like a Crips and Bloods thing where they have to wear, like, uh, gang colors? Or... Yeah, I guess. I don't know.
2: Or they just all dress like dudes who play baseball. You know, whatever.
0: Yeah, that could... or maybe they're baseball players. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah. Maybe they're bitter they didn't make the major leagues, and so they're running guns. Time to turn to crime. I guess so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was uh,
2: baseball or this.
0: Uh-huh. You ever play baseball? It's boring. Oh, it is. Let's just do crime. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when uh, I'm back... screw this. I'm going to go steal TVs.
0: <laughs> it's time for the seventh inning snitch. Uh... Uh, Getting back to your uh, Catwoman moves more like a cat thing, Mm -hmm. something I noticed uh, more about the way she's written than than about how she moves, but it kind of works with that, is how much more playful she is. Oh, yeah. Like, she's clearly fucking with Dick.
2: Well, that's the thing. Her whole plan is let's fuck with Dick.
0: But her plan has always been that. As I pointed out, as we've talked about many times, she did that with Bruce. She did it with Barbara. Like, she does it. But here it feels more like, Less of an earnest attempt to convince someone she's good and more of a, let's go have some fun. And I, I really enjoy that. Like, mm-hmm. maybe she thought that was the way into him or maybe she's just changed a little bit. I yeah, don't know.
2: I can see that. She also but absolutely I... knows that he's Robin, which I like. Yeah. like she I mean, that know... makes sense. It's not like she knows that he's Dick Grayson, but it's like, no. you used to be Robin, right?
0: Yeah. Robin couldn't have stayed a child forever. Mm-hmm. and. You've got basically the same build and the same voice, only you're in a different costume. That's that's Robin. Speaking of, I believe this is your disgusting quote. I love this quote.
1: Mother birds usually know when to let their robins leave the nest. He's a big boy wonder now, a man wonder, in fact.
0: I think that was great. Uh, fucking, you don't you don't like when people say things like that, though. So you know, a man wonder. Ooh. I I don't I just I liked. I I honestly could have done with them getting more overtly mm. sexual. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. Very good.
2: Well, oh, you know me. I think people are disgusting.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else?
2: I let's just take a quick look at the notes. I think that's everything.
0: Oh, there's a there's a boat chase at the end, where it was clearly the bit from uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, was, go yeah. between them. Are you crazy? Like it was. It was almost like shot for shot the same. Very... The like same to... action sequence.
2: Go between yeah, I mean... them, what?
0: Yeah. I said don't go between it's them. So
2: good fuck. You said go between them.
0: Yep. All right. Anything else?
2: Uh that's all I got. All right.
0: What do we have for next time?
2: Next time we've got, let's see here, Never Fear and Joker's Millions. Hmm. Who could those be about? Can't imagine.
0: First one's probably Clayface, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because nobody's afraid of him, right? The second one, who knows?
2: That's the never fear that you're looking at.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There are dozens of us. (laughs)
2: And I assume Joker's Millions is about Harley.
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) She stole Joker's Millions, but the Joker doesn't actually appear.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Guess who got the credit card this week?
0: But I don't know, like I, I mean, I'm more familiar with this portion of the series, but mm-hmm. I'm, I off the top of my head, I actually don't know which one is which. So, like, I mean, obviously we know which villains are in them, sure. But, like, I don't know, I don't know any other Joker ones. They're going to be kind of surprises to me, which is good.
2: Yeah, no, we're definitely in the part where I'm not familiar with a lot of these. So,
0: I definitely watched these more when they aired and also rewatched. Mm. Like, this is this is, uh, uh, it doesn't look as good. I will concede that. But the writing, like I was saying, with the characters is more complex. Mm. There's, there's more, like, there's more adult themes. There's more, like, interesting, interesting stuff there. And like, this is, this is, it's starting to get really good to me. Yeah. So, not that it wasn't all along. No. But just that's the
2: nice thing about this show. It's usually pretty good.
0: Yeah. No, the only question marks for us, as we've said before, is the uh, the Zeta Project. Mm. But you know, that's probably going to be great too, yeah. right?
2: Oh sure. How could it not be? Yeah. There was, the a write, Project. there was a write-up on that on, uh, I think it was io9 last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Bricken, who used to work at Hut uh, do do uh, Topless Robot, mm-hmm. uh, was talking about the Zeta Project, the DC animated show that he'd never heard of. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're horning in on our bid over here.
0: Well, you know. I mean, you can, you can try coming at us, but uh, as with Star Trek, good luck. Mm-hmm. Like, There's probably podcasts that have gotten as far as we have, but I bet by the time we get to the end of this, nobody else will have. Yep. And uh hey, Cer- prove me wrong, children. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Certainly no one else is reviewing the the Zeta Project.
0: Or uh the like Gotham Girls yep. or even even Static Shock, which Static Shock I believe now on uh HBO Max, which is good.
2: Yep. Uh all the and, shows except Zeta Project are apparently on there now.
0: Yeah. And I know they're working on uh reviving some of those characters in comics, which is good because that, that is was good. like uh that was Dwayne McDuffie's baby, and I'm glad to see other people mm-hmm. giving them some love. So that's good. All right. So uh, that's all for this time. Yeah. Um, next time, we will be joined by our old friend, Vishal. Yes. It's been a while. Love to hear from him. Um, if you want to email us, it is Podcast at gmail. It's still going to be a couple of months before we do our next mail show, mm-hmm. but... Uh, but we'd love to hear from you. Uh, the website, as ever, kidslovebatman.com. If you want to donate to our Patreon, we are continuing to review the direct-to-video movies. Yeah. Uh, just this week for for our patrons, we posted uh, Under the Red Hood, which we actually enjoyed. Yeah. We don't like most of these, but we liked that Was one. Was that the first one we liked? It might be. I liked New Frontier. I thought you liked. That's New right. Frontier
2: no, as well. you're. I always forget about New Frontier.
0: Basically, if they adapt a comic we already kind of liked...
2: Odds are pretty good.
0: Like, because uh, we have All-Star Superman coming up not mm-hmm. too long, and uh, I think we're probably going to like that one too, because yeah. great comic. So.
2: I'm very interested to see what I think of uh, Dark Knight Returns.
0: I do know it's split into two parts, yeah. which I think is going to be a little hard yeah, for Yeah, we might me, need but, to figure uh, that one out. Oh, no, no, I don't care about that. Mm. They are They are treated as separate movies. We okay. will review part one, and then we will review part two. What All I'm right. saying is, like, I don't know if that's going to make it better or worse for me. me. Sometimes you need to cut some of the fat and not adapt every tiny part of yeah. it, is Yeah, is what I'm saying. But sometimes you lose stuff if you try to shorten it. So maybe that's good. I don't know yet. Yeah, no, um, we'll find out. Year one, same thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. But yeah, uh, Patreon.com/slash/algar. You can pledge as little as one dollar mm-hmm. or or more if you can afford it. But uh, we we don't. Uh, there's no price cap on anything. Yeah. So uh, just just throw some money our way I'll we'll get and... you everything. Yeah.
2: All of uh, Death of uh, Podcasts is on there. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Our Amanda's in my uh, uh, Discworld review show. Also, uh, bonus episodes of our Star Trek Mm -hmm. uh, fanfic show, Endeavor. It's all there. Yeah. uh, And that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks.
1: For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2020, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.